And in your stock market update, investors are averaging down in a bull market up from yesterday's bear market, showing volatility in the liquidity of the hedge fund's haircut, leveraging the lows, moving the margins and short-selling the spread of share market sectors while playing footsie. Fortunately, you don't need to get the stock market to get shares in the world's biggest companies like Apple, Facebook and Coca-Cola. Download Shift, the global money app from Standard Bank and get the world. Standard Bank. It can be. Shift operates under the FSP license of Standard Bank. Hello, my name's Toby Shepshek and I like to speak to interesting people about interesting things. And the most interesting thing in the world right now is fintech. It really is a cutting edge technology that is trying to address what for many is the biggest problem. People have no way to interact financially or not included in financial ecosystems, whether they're old fashioned banking infrastructure or brand new mobile money. And one of the people that I've come across in this very interesting journey across Africa, I happened to meet in Barcelona. Firstly, let me say, hello, Arno van Holten. Hello, Toby Shapshak. Nice to be here. Indeed. And, and the reason I met Arno in uh, Barcelona was because I was asked to speak at a very interesting banking industry conference organized by a, a banking body called EFMA. And my keynote was about innovation in Africa. And the organizers were really excited to introduce me to these guys from South Africa that were doing really exciting stuff. And it was this, it was this app no one had ever heard of, partly because it hadn't actually launched called Shift. And they won an award against some of the biggest, most heavily resourced banks in the world. Uh, that came third. Let's not hold it uh, uh, too high. But nonetheless, before they'd even launched, they had a proof of concept, they had a beta, and they won this award. And that was my introduction to Shift. And I have been impressed every year since. I've been using virtual credit cards for about five or six years before they became mainstream in South Africa. I've been able to uh, pay for things in dollars with these virtual credit cards. It's, it's really been the kind of modern next generation banking that one would expect. And yet, Arne van Holden, whose app shift has now won many, many awards, MTN Business App of the Year, several categories, Financial Service App, Stuff App uh, Awards, it has been a regular winner. And as from what I can see, Arne van Holden, you are still not satisfied. Well... <laughs> I mean, who is really ever completely satisfied? Not especially when there is so much work to do, um, especially on the African continent today. We've just Indeed. we're just getting started. You know, it's 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 there's a there's a, a hell of a long journey ahead of us to let ordinary people across the continent access financial services in a cool and innovative way. So yeah, no, we're not done yet. Indeed. And I, I mean, I, you know, of the many conversations we've had over the years, your interest and passion in how to get people not just online, but into the financial world is really fantastic. Well, thank you. It's something that I believe deeply in. I think that um, if you look at what's happening globally, you look at what's happened in Asia and China, in Alipay, um, what's happening in Europe and what's starting to happen in Africa is that um, very complicated financial services capabilities are starting to become um, 
accessible to the masses, to everybody. Um, and I think I think that that fintech and smartphones, in particular, are going to uh, revolutionise the way uh, ordinary people across the African continent uh, engage in financial services, how they access international markets, make payments, um, um, buy forex. So I think Arno, what what fascinates me is just how important the mobile phone has become in our lives and especially in Africa. Yes, absolutely. You know, if you think about an app like M-Pesa or, or, or even WhatsApp, you know, now WhatsApp lets anybody anywhere in the world with just an internet connection uh, communicate with anyone else. Amazing. Uh, it's incredible. Uh, it's, it's, it's connected the world in a way that we couldn't even have dreamt of 10 years ago. Yeah. And, and I think, why shouldn't financial services be the same? Why shouldn't ordinary people anywhere on the yeah. African continent be able to send money wherever they want to across the world? You know, have, have 24-7 access to foreign exchange, be able to buy or sell shares on international markets. That's, that's a fundamental right as far as I'm concerned. I have to agree. I mean, the, you know, it, it was about 10, 10 years ago that the, the UN declared internet access is a fundamental human right, along with freedom of speech and access to water. I, I totally agree. I mean, it's, it's all good and well to be on the internet, but if you're on this information superhighway and, you know, you don't have a way to fill up with gas, as it were, uh, and you're not financially participating, then you're not really participating. So the, the innovations in terms of how to get people online, I think have been remarkable here in Africa. Well, you know, if you, if you think about it, um, on the African continent, you, we went, if you think about telecommunications, you know, we, we by and large, maybe uh, South Africa is a little bit different, uh, but by and large, you know, the African continent didn't go through fixed line communication. Uh, we went straight from, from basically nothing to mobile communication. Yes. You know, and, and I think... I have a statistic about that, actually. Oh, yeah? The island of Manhattan, of New York, had more telephone lines than all of the 54 and now 55 countries in Africa. How's that for a statistic? And, and, and you know what? I actually, I, I can believe that. Um, and I think, I think, you know, it's, it's going to be the same story with financial services. You know, this, the, the days of bricks and mortar banks and, yeah. and, and all traditional banks coming in and setting up are over. It's, it's, it's now, the bank is in your pocket. It's on your mobile phone. You know, it's an app. I think so too. Let's just talk about that because it's suddenly this year in South Africa, there is innumerable numbers of new so-called challenger banks, new fintech services. I mean, there's a there's just a from you know very few options. Suddenly there's lots. I mean, look at just insurance technology, insure tech. Suddenly you can get insurance from a, an app as well. Sure, why not? I think I think that apps today are and and smartphones are, are so sophisticated. The 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 level of of uh, information that they can provide to an insurance company by taking a picture of the thing you want to insure, uh, you know, it's it, it's just so far advanced to the way that we used to do things. So it's it's it. There's there's no doubt. It it is the future. It's it's it it will continue. 
to expand. There will continue to be new, new uh, uh, entrants and, and developments. Um, and I think that's the way it should be. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, one of the things you or concepts that I, you introduced me to was this idea of what does a modern bank look like? What does a, a modern app look like? And I remember thinking, I'm so happy with what I've got. And, and you've planted that seed and I've watched the way you have slowly developed, shift into something much more modern, you know, from just the ability to buy and change Forex to buy and invest in foreign shares and use virtual credit cards. You know, these, these are now the basics of, of any kind of app. Absolutely. I think, I think where, where we are really lucky is that we, we've, number one, we've had such great support um, from inside the bank. And, and there is, there's nothing for us that is impossible. And what do I mean by that? I, I mean, I mean that, that, you know, as you say, we started in one direction and, and we became sort of this Forex app. Um, yeah. And then, but then we realized that, that, you know, we had seen... In the U.S., companies like Robinhood starting to offer uh, share trading. Uh, Luno is offering cryptocurrency. And we thought, well, yes. you know, technology today doesn't need to limit you. In fact, it's, it's quite the opposite. And, and so our ability as a technology to, you know, go off in different directions and add new capabilities that might be seemingly unrelated uh, in a way that's really innovative uh, and and that, that that gives people access to a, a, a host of different capabilities is is where I think we've got a big advantage and something that that you're going to see more and more of. Yeah, listen, I, I mean, this is a, this is supposed to be a conversation about the broader financial ecosystem. But I've got one last compliment, and I promise this is the last one. One of the things you introduced that I am a I use and the people I've given them to use every month are zero rated credit cards. Yeah. Fantastic, RAND-based, zero-rated credit cards. Uh, you know, our, our really glorious Mama Cholo, our, our child's nanny, is in her 50s, and I gave her a credit card and said, in case of emergencies, my father always said, have money in your pocket, here's a credit card, in case you ever need anything, you know, and it's been just fantastic, because it's a credit card, it functions like a credit card, all you do is preload it with, it's a pay-as-you-go credit card. <laughs> yeah, indeed, exactly. What a great idea. <laughs> you know, it, it's it, it's really simple, it, it, I, I guess it's a great idea, I never saw saw it as a great idea we saw it as wow this is just obvious you know let's 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 let people link multiple uh debit cards to be uh, uh specific uh to a profile and and you can issue those debit cards to you know to your nanny or to your kids or to a family member and 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 you can control what what, how much money is on there, and you don't have to expose a yeah. fifty thousand or a hundred thousand rand credit limit. You know, you, it's, it's, uh, it's and and you don't have to go through this, frankly, painful process of applying for a credit card, which. Yeah. Please God, for the rest of my life, I'll never have to do again, nor renovate my house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some things one can never get right. Uh, okay, really, this is the last. This is the last compliment, okay. and I mean it. Okay. The other thing that I loved was was you can go into a branch and get a or or have one courier to you a U.S. 
dollar or multi-currency or euro or pound credit card and just link that specific card to your accounts yeah. once you've got the physical card and then you can transfer money in and out of it. So now it's, an, it's a very middle class problem, I, I will admit, but I'm not the only one who the day you go overseas suddenly thinks, oh, damn, darn, I haven't got any money and I need Forex. And and I, I mean, I'd love to say it worked really fantastically, but the one that I got from you <laughs> the last time I saw you, uh, two friends of mine took it, went on an overseas trip with them and, and thanked me profusely. Good. And they used it for exactly that purpose. Unfortunately, COVID happened and I never got to try it out. Good. Well, I've got plenty. You can try out as many as you want. I, I think that, thank you for 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 uh, for those remarks. I, re- I really appreciate it. I think that, that you know, at the end of the day, if you if you can put yourself in the shoes of the customer, you know, and 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 be able to make complicated things really simple, like how do I get a card into the hands of my customer who wants to travel immediately? Yeah. Um, you know that if you can get that right, I, I I think you've got you've got something special. And we managed to do that with a couple of things. And what we've done really really well is use amazing partners behind shift to achieve those things it's not a shift guide delivering a card it's another partner it's a partner who also happened to win the mtn app of the year award and they're a delivery company called OneDrop. i know and we we partnered with them and said you guys do we do forex well you do delivery well let's partner up we plugged into their api and every single time somebody goes onto the shift app and orders a card they get a message and a little guy in a scooter goes and picks up that card and within an hour or two will be delivering it to your door and that's brilliant i know i have i have heard this from from people who've done exactly that and of course it gives me a fantastic segue into the the broader conversation which is that's the way a modern bank looks these days you do what what you're good at, I've always said, is my business model and hire people to do what you're not good at. So you're a great app. You do financial services, but you don't do delivery. So you partner with the other people. Exactly. You're a big bank. You do X, Y, and Z. But actually, these guys do you know, margin, calling, trading, exactly. trying to use all these big words so I sound like I know what I'm talking about. Or, and you partner with them, and they integrate with you. It's no longer this monolithic banking culture. I mean, I I see IBM's uh, made an enormous amount of announcements about how they're moving things around. Standard Bank uses Amazon Web Service, AWS. You know, it's it's, it's, 10 years ago, this would be impossible to even conceptualize that a bank would be hosted in the cloud. It's not secure. And yet we are evolving. The idea of what a bank is, as you say, is evolving. I I used to point out when I was doing talks, uh, pre-COVID that the the biggest change you can see is that banks used to send me press releases telling me how many branches they're opening and now they send me press releases <laughs> literally telling me how many branches they're closing. Yep. It's the fundamental concepts are themselves shifting. Why shouldn't it be app-based way of of being involved in finances in the world and why should everybody in Africa not have access to that? No, I I think you're you're spot on. I I think that there's this big term that everyone's using and and certainly in Standard Bank we're using it quite a lot these days and that's that's platforms. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and platforms are exactly that. Platforms are about connecting lots of different things together 
to deliver a particular kind of experience. So, and 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 the days of 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 one person or one company owning yeah. all of these things are over. Yeah. Now you can go and you can connect via API into your platform the best of what the world has to offer. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't have to uh, be the experts at everything, uh, but but we can be really if we can be really good at connecting a lot of experts into one thing, you can deliver something that's truly amazing. And I, to my mind have a trust relationship. Yes. Trust at the end of the day is one of the most important components of this digital world. Absolutely. Why do I trust trust the New York Times and Bloomberg and I don't trust the no-name small town newspaper that everybody who ever got captured by a, a UFO sent their newsletter? You know, why, the, why do they never send their letters to the New York Times? Yeah. And in the same way, I trust the big bank brand because they're listed yeah. <laughs> and they have governance. Sure. You know, I want governance involved in the companies I deal with. I'm going to totally trust a standard bank because, you know, I, I know that there are checks and balances. Whereas I may not trust a recent startup, even though they offer amazingly innovative stuff. You know, um, I, I famously moved wholehearted lock, stock and barrel to this brilliant brand new digital bank called 2020 about three weeks before its parent company had financial distress. I remember that. So I'm not necessarily the best person to, you know, talk about trust relationships, but I think that's part of what big banks offer fintechs you know mm. fintechs offer mm. innovative agile solutions banks offer the, the things fintechs can't you know yeah definitely i mean we, you know shift today is effectively a fintech startup inside a big bank it's a, it's a fascinating model we're going to talk about that and but you know it 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 certainly has its advantages it's got a few disadvantages but having um, you know that big standard bank shield um, on on the front of our app uh, means a lot to to a lot of people. It gives us credibility and and it gives us security. And I think that 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 you know we we plan on leveraging that uh, for all that it's worth. And 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 we know that that we're offering something that's got a, a, a very big brother standing behind us. Yeah. Um. um and and it's gone through. Uh, a significant amount of of governance um, and 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 uh, regulatory processes, uh, and and we stand by the product that we've that we're putting in the market, and so does Standard Bank. Yeah, look, I mean that's a, an unbelievably fertile, if done well, environment for how to grow. You know, yep. uh, another business. Look at look at AWS. That was a that was a a, a cost center within. Amazon, as was delivery, and before we knew it, mm. Amazon, its e-commerce site is the tip of the iceberg, mm. and AWS is is the business. Yeah. So I hope those people in in Standard Bank Group uh, appreciate this when when they all work for Shift in about uh, fifteen years <laughs> or so. <laughs> Got to be careful here, but yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, let's get let's just look at the at the the, the bigger picture on the continent because. One of the things I notice a lot is that moving currency is a is a is a is a thing. You know, yeah. if you do business, if you're based in Kenya and you do business in multiple other territories, you've got to be able to transact in Naira, in Kenyan shillings, in South African rands, yeah. in Botswana pule. Uh, 
you know, everybody says it's it's a dollar-based economy, but actually th- there's some economies or there's some economies of scale not going into dollars and out of dollars every time you do a transaction with, with your neighbor. Sure. You know, it's, it's kind of like routing a telephone call via Manhattan every time you want to phone the oak in the house next door. Yeah. So, so uh, that's, that for me is one of the hidden values of, of working within our continent. You know, yeah. I mean, if you, if MTN money is a very good example, as is Impesa of, of how to digitize value, which is a, what we're doing at the end of the day. Yeah. Once that value is digital, how to use that value across, yeah. not just across a country, but across many countries. Well, you know, I think there, at last count, if I, if I recall, uh, there were 51 or 52 countries in Africa, you know, and, and, and what does that mean? That means, you know, mostly 51 or 52 different uh, currencies, uh, different sets of, of, of regulation, different rules. Um, and, and that makes things incredibly difficult for the ordinary person who just wants to, you know, um, send some money from Kenya to, to Uganda or Ghana into Nigeria. Um, and I think that, that, you know, where technology plays a massive role is that we can deal with the complexity on behalf of the customer. We don't need to force ordinary people to to understand absolutely everything about every country's regulatory system. We can do that for them in the background and we can make the experience a lot easier and a lot better. Uh, and, and really get people to focus on the things that they're really trying to do. If I want to run or operate a small business yeah. or a big business, um, um, technology can make that significantly better. There's, there's an interesting uh, statistic, um, and, 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 and I, I do stand to be corrected, but of total trade in Africa, yes, inter-Africa trade at last count I think was only around 20% of total trade in Africa. So, so, so what does that mean? It means that it's, it is easier for people to trade in Africa with other businesses in Europe or the States yeah. or in China than it is for them to interact or trade between countries in Africa. And that's just simply because of the underdeveloped nature of, 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 uh, cross-border transactions yes. and foreign exchange within those countries. I mean, that's a it's a crying shame, I suppose. How, how do we fix that? How do we drive this kind of, of fintech focus? I mean, I know the answer. Everybody's focused on it because it's a massive pain point. Yeah, you know. Um, and don't shoot me for actually saying the words pain point out aloud. I'm just as shocked. <laughs> you know, it, but but it is. It is. A, it's a, it's it's a it's a huge thing. And I, and I think that that you know, if you consider, a, you know, a small business in Nairobi that wants to sell, I don't know, boots, for example, they're going to China yeah. more than likely to go and get those boots. manufacture. And, and, and bring them here. But there could be, you know, just a, a, around the corner, perhaps, you know, in, in, in Ghana or, or, or something really close by, a boot manufacturer. Yeah. But it's about connecting those people together. How does the guy in Nairobi that needs boots get connected to a guy in Accra 
who actually manufactures boots and can supply those boots at a reasonable reasonable rate. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I am oversimplifying a very yeah. complicated problem, but if we got that right, we could significantly increase inter-Africa trade. And if we can increase inter-Africa trade, a lot of the value that is developed in the con- in, on the continent will stay on the continent. Today, a lot of that value leaves the continent and goes yeah. into, into places like China or Europe. So yes, there is a, a, a big future and a lot of work in front of us to, to try and figure out how we solve those problems. But technology is, is going to be a, a massive part of that. And mobile money and, and mobile phones. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a fascinating thing for me that, and I, I try and experiment with a whole bunch of banking services, all the new ones. And what fascinates me is how unimportant the bank card is. <laughs> it's like like a you can open a bank account and never actually go into a bank. You can open a bank account with a selfie on your phone, you know, and you shake and move and look over your shoulder and I'm kind of I'm kind of writing something satirically in my head about uh the different uh, rules in different apps, you know, it's fascinating. I've never come across the same look left right down some look over your shoulder. Yeah. It's fantastic because <laughs> I know, I know and I, and it's 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 the appropriate use of the available appropriate technology. Yeah. You know, I, and this this kind of database obviously is available around the world different countries do it differently in south africa the department of home affairs has uh, the, the the database the registry of all citizens yep. and my photograph is in there so you know i'm doing things to prove that i'm alive but you mapping it against uh, you know a reliable right. trust relationship yep or trusted database of information so why would you have to go? I mean, like, you know, it's like a, a, the kind of in this new digital world, you know, <laughs> you can scan someone's signature. A handwritten signature is very, is very easy to fabricate in a digital world where you can just take a photograph of it. Whereas it's much harder to, you know, hack into someone's phone. So when I make a credit card transaction and I have to approve it within the, the credit card app, uh, within the banking app on my phone, or let's say on my Apple Watch, that's much harder. So, so the, yeah. the, the handwritten signature, you know, for hundreds of years, the handwritten signature for hundreds of years, like the, the, the way people would bind themselves in a contract is now like the easiest thing to fake. Well, you know, the, the, there's a really interesting one for us, and, and that's um, proof of address. Uh, I don't know if you, you remember that. In, in no, I love this. I, I love this. You know, so, so, so we, we're, we want to roll out and we're in the process of rolling out into Africa, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, there's there's a, a bit of an obsession around proof of address. Um, people people uh, want to see something that proves where you live. You know, so they'll say, "Well, show me your rates and taxes bill, or or some uh, a letter from the bank." And those things are really you can fabricate those things uh, uh, very easy. You just very easily, and as it happens, I only have one thing that comes to me in my name that proves my household address. I mean, it's <clears throat> also, I could just take a PDF. Exactly. 
edit it and you, no one would be the wiser. PDF editor, you can put any address you want in. Um, but this is where technology is just so amazing. You know, now you can say I live at, you know, 23 Winchester Road uh, and we can actually track, um, you know, on your phone with your permission, of course, um, um, where, where do you sleep? five nights a week or seven nights a week or whatever it is and 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 is it actually 23 winchester road or is it somewhere completely different and i know, that, I know. A, it's brilliant use of the available technology exactly you know and and, and and so and and what does that mean it means that you know we're, we're looking at botswana and and in botswana Proof of address doesn't really exist. They just don't really, uh, a lot of people um, either don't use post or uh, will use PO boxes. So in South Africa, where, you know, people send letters to your house with your address on it, that's not a big thing in a lot of African countries. So how do you solve that problem? Technology. That allows you to solve the problem. And not only does it solve a problem, but it does it in a way that is much more convenient, much easier for ordinary people who don't necessarily want to go fishing around their filing cabinet for some sort of piece of paper. And nobody had to fill in a piece of paper, fill in a form. Like everybody's petate about banking or financial services. Why do I have to fill all this in? You've got it already. Exactly. All you have to do is tick something in this sense. So in this instance, all you have to do when you fill in a form online digitally is tick something that says, please track my home address for X number of days. Exactly. And then we know categorically, we know where you are. We know where you're staying. Uh, and uh, and 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 it's it's a hell of a lot more reliable and a lot more convenient uh, than loading up a piece of paper. One of the fascinating things for me is just how we leapfrog technology because we've never invested in the legacy technology. This, you know, the same is is true of desktop computers in Africa as it is of of terrestrial landlines. Yeah, exa- exactly. You know, if you think about. Um, the continent. You think about uh, Africa and and the adoption of telecommunications yeah. in Africa. I mean, I mean, with the exception of South Africa, you know, the rest of the continent, we went literally from nothing directly onto mobile mobile telecommunications. Yeah. You know, you you can't uh, you, you you'll be hard pressed to find any kind of urban environment on the continent that doesn't have at a very minimum 3G technology. Uh, and, 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 and Africa really just went, leapfrogged that whole thing uh, straight into, into mobile, uh, mobile telecommunications. And uh, we're going to see the same thing happen with financial services. The, the banks are not going to um, be building brick and mortar uh, branches uh, in Africa. Uh, banks are going to yeah. distribute through digital channels. Uh, I mean, we've seen that already, and and we've seen the the rise of that with mobile money. Yeah, absolutely. Mobile money uh, in 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 Africa, in East Africa and West Af- Africa, is is massive, and and people, individuals have not. They don't have bank accounts. You know, bank accounts is a very Western philosophy. It it is. Yeah. You know, the way that that we introduced. Uh, banks into on the continent was was coming from a Western perspective of how it worked in Europe, uh, and 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 by we I mean you know those hundreds of years ago people before us because we're not that old 
Right. <laughs> but, well, I'm not. I don't know about you, but <laughs> I age well. <laughs> no, exactly. And 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 uh, you know what? What did what did what what did mobile money do? Mobile money just made uh, uh gave people a way to to store money safely and securely and then to move money from one person to another it's a very basic simple thing it's nothing it's 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 nothing uh, um it's not rocket science it really is i once called it a, a check system for the mobile age exactly it, it, it's the same fundamental concept just using updated technology absolutely you know i i i was fortunate um uh just before COVID in so uh, beginning of 2020 I went to Senegal and I spent two weeks uh, with with uh, um, with with a team from Standard Bank looking at Senegal and and, and really understanding the environment yeah and uh, the you know Senegal is 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 um, you know developing economy it has a lot of potential uh, but it, it is still um, um, uh, you know, at the, at the early stages of this, so so it, it's got a very underdeveloped infrastructure. But the thing that I will never forget about Senegal, apart from the beauty and 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 how interesting and fascinating it is, amazing was that, food. Oh, absolutely, uh, and and culturally just yeah. so rich. But the one thing that really stood out is that no matter where I went and I traveled that country, I always had four G LTE. On my phone. I've heard the same from other people who've come back. I mean, it's a game changer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, look at how faster internet access greases the wheels of any economy. If it's, you know, the shift from dial-up to ADSL to fiber or from, you know, 3G to 4G, the, it just, it shaves away the seconds, it shaves away the, the friction, it shaves away the impediments for anybody to function. And, and the best example of that is Alipay in China. Yeah. You know, the, 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 what that did, uh, you know, that, that really um, helped to revolutionize the, the, the Chinese economy. And, 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 and again, it just created a layer on top of an existing solid financial services uh, industry but 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 effectively um, using the technology uh, was able to you know all of a sudden give ordinary people access to savings and investments and yeah. lending um, just in, in the palm of their hands through a mobile device it, it's quite incredible and I, I think we'll see something similar in, in, in Africa I completely agree one of the areas of research I'm fascinated by is what happens when people are able to convert currency or value into something digital and how easily it is for people to save that if if not to necessarily earn interest but to not spend it and to have it in a way that is is secure and and not you know you can't get it stolen from you i mean i i remember uh, stephen van Eerlop, um before he went to eoh was telling me a very interesting story while he was at mtn about how he, they had noticed lots of people would convert money into cash, into mobile money for a trip home or a trip somewhere or a bus trip. Or, and when they got there, they would convert it back into cash. Why? Yep. Because it's a secure way to travel with money. You know, exactly. Traveler's checks for a mobile modern era. Yep. And, it, and it's, it's fascinating to me that, that you know, it, it, it kind of, kind of, you know, uh, as much as it, it, it 
pains me to quote Kevin Costner, if you build it, they will come. Well, the field of dreams, indeed. I, I, if, if only life was that simple, but I, I, I think that, that you know, the, the cash equation is, is really fascinating. And, and, and I think that there's just so many limitations on physical cash. Yeah. Once, you know, once you've digitized that, once you've got your cash into a, a digital form, the, 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 the security, the, the options of the things that you can do with that cash just, just become uh, so much broader. You know, and, 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 and it really starts with the small things, you know, QR payments, yeah. QR codes. Amazing. You know, if, if if you can walk into a a, 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 a trader or a, or a, or a, or a hawker on the side of the road and 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 instead of giving him cash, you can scan his QR code and tip him. You know, if you start there, that's where the revolution really begins. And and in fact, Mastercard has done some very interesting things with this you know if you catch a a tuk tuk taxi in india for instance you can pay with a qr code if you have a feature phone you can send an sms to a short code and do the same i mean it's fascinating and and speaking of of mastercard they did a fascinating survey a few years ago where the research found that the cost of cash was actually quite significant and when you say that to people they look at you quizzically and go what do you mean the cost of cash well because you're thinking like you live in an urban city and you can drive to the local spa and there's an ATM. If you live in a rural area, you've got to catch a taxi. Yeah. You've got to withdraw money from it. The chances of you getting scammed at the ATM is pretty high. It's a terrifying amount of how many old people, for instance, in South Africa get scammed at ATMs. You've got to pay for transport. You've got to pay for transport back. You could get mugged. It's, there's a whole bunch of costs that urban dwellers never factor into what other people have to pay for in terms of of drawing cash from an atm so th- there's friction involved in that process indeed why why even you know when when the whole sasa initiative was relaunched i i didn't understand why we needed cards yeah why couldn't it have gone straight to some kind of smartphone app based technology exactly Exactly. You know, interesting. I mean, that, that, that's, that, that SASA grants is a really interesting one and, and something, you know, we considered uh, for a while. But, but absolutely, imagine being able to distribute, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of payments um, at the touch of a button, you know, yeah. into, into a, some kind of mobile wallet or digital wallet where people can now, you know, use that to save, to spend, to to do whatever they want, instead of having to get into a taxi, go stand in a queue, you know, get a card. Um, you know, the 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 physical world, as wonderful as it is, also has got um, a lot of limitations. Um, and I think that that that's going to change. I think you know we're, we're we're moving into a digital environment, and we're moving into a digital digitally led world uh and and that's 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 going to be massively beneficial for people uh going forward listen i i could spend all afternoon talking to you about the the really fascinating ways that us humans solve the problems we face in the world but i'm going to have to let you go oh <laughs> Arne van Holden, you, you are, I should, probably should have told people what your title is. It will be in the show notes, but you're the, the big mm. Makuna, the big kahuna 
uh, of of shift in South Africa. You've got a very fancy title at Standard Bank, um, but I have uh, I've had my eye on you for years, young man, and uh, I've seen the the very innovative stuff you've done. So whatever you do, don't stop the good work. Thank you, and uh, um, I, I really thank you for your support over the years. It's it, it's been amazing, and I have no intention of stopping anything. I I'm, we're just getting started. So, you know, fintech is 1% done, as I've heard somebody say before. So, great. That's a great quote. I'm glad you told me it wasn't you because I would have put that in the show notes. 1%. It's a very good – it is, you know. Yeah. You, I, I mean, you were the first person to key me into this idea of what does a modern bank look like. We're so, we're so impressed with what we've got now based on where we came from that, that it's, you know, for us – how our customers like how could it get any better it's so good already you know um i'd never have to go into a branch ever again and yet we're just you know like we're one percent done or maybe we're three percent done with smartphones and the mobile internet yeah um we're about 150 percent done with the form factor of smartphones (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and branches. Um, uh, yeah, but but interesting to see kind of where, like, where will we go? What can we do? You know, I I, I had meant to start this interview saying I, I kind of feel like I live in the future. You know, I, the science fiction stuff I read as a kid, there'd be this, you know, I, Asimov wrote about this thing called multivac. You'd say, multivac, please give me the answer. And, and you know, if one of his famous stories is the last question and, and um all of the important questions have been asked and and, uh, as an experiment in the early days of Google or the mid days of Google, someone did a find and replace and took out the word multivac and replaced it with Google and it makes complete contextual sense. You know, we... We, we live in this world that as a, as a child was science fiction, you know, the same, I read the same science fiction that inspired Elon Musk, uh, Ian M. Banks, etc. cetera. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's trying to get us to Mars. So, you know, if there's any advice for youngsters out there, it's read more science fiction. Yeah. I, you know, the, the thing that, that, that I really love when we, we introduced that, that share trading capability not so long ago is, is the thought that literally anyone, anyone in South Africa and hopefully soon across the rest of the continent um, who can scrape together $150 can become a shareholder in Apple, like physically a shareholder. Fantastic. Not a, not a sliver of a share. Not a sliver of a share. A, a full share. You can uh, that that you can go and 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 attend the annual general meeting and vote, uh, and 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 you could have grown up in in Joburg or in Potchefstroom or in anywhere. Uh, you can you, download you can an say app. Pretoria. It's not you know my okay, mother my mother was also born Pretoria in Pretoria as well. Um, and and you can download an app, and within a couple of minutes, you can be a shareholder in in, in a company like that. And I think that's that's just amazing. That is truly amazing. Arno van Holden, keep up the good work. I'm going to check back with you in a year. I am really looking forward to it. Thank you. Great. Thank you for listening to T2S2, and thank you to Douglas Adams for giving me the inspiration for calling it that. You can subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and please do. And if you feel like it, give us a rating and tell your friends.
and in your stock market update, investors are averaging down in a bull market up from yesterday's bear market, showing volatility in the liquidity of the hedge fund's haircut, leveraging the lows, moving the margins and short-selling the spread of share market sectors while playing footsie. Fortunately, you don't need to get the stock market to get shares in the world's biggest companies like Apple, Facebook and Coca-Cola. Download Shift, the global money app from Standard Bank and get the world. Standard Bank. It can be. Shift operates under the FSP license of Standard Bank.